This is Terrio Media. So you want to be a real estate investor, but you don't want to do the work. If there were only a way where someone else could do it for you, now there is. Tune in here each and every Tuesday on the Epic Real Estate Investing Show for Turnkey Tuesdays with your host, Mercedes Torres. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Turnkey Tuesdays brought to you by Epic Real Estate Investing. My name is Mercedes Torres. I am lucky enough to be partners in crime with Mr. Matt Terrio, the gentleman who created the Epic Real Estate Empire. I am lucky enough to teach busy professionals how to create passive income through real estate investing so they can retire even faster. So the show, we share tips and real life experiences on how to create passive income in your world. So if this is the first time here, glad you made it. If this is not your first time here, welcome back. So today, or actually this week, I am really lucky to be visited and to be joined by one of our clients. And I'm just going to have him jump right into the interview, introduced himself, because what my client Mitch has done, I am confident in saying that he's joined the 1% Club, because less than 1% of America actually does what Mitch is currently doing now. So Mitch, I can hear you breathing. Are you there? I am. Yeah. Hi, Mercedes. Hi. Fantastic. Welcome to Turnkey Tuesdays. How are you today? I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you. I, a little bird told me that you just got back from the escrow office because you just signed documents for your third real estate investment property with Cashflow Savvy. Is that the case? That is the case. And matter of fact, I closed on two of them. So third and fourth today. Yeah. I am so excited for you. I didn't know about the fourth one. So you'll have to tell me. uh, Well, I did know about the fourth one. I just didn't know that you were signing on the fourth one. So see, that's that's how great my team is. They take care of you all the way around. So we're going to get to those details. Hold on. I'm so excited. (laughs) Tell me about Mitch. Tell me all about you. Um, Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So I am uh, married uh, to a wonderful wife, and the reason why I'm going to share this will become uh, more apparent as as we go forward. But um, so my wife and I have six kids, and uh, and uh, our oldest two, our oldest daughters, their husbands, and uh, our daughters have each given us uh, a grandson. So we have two grandsons, so six kids, two grandsons. So we have a large and growing family. And uh, my wife uh, has, uh, we've been blessed. Uh, She has uh, homeschooled all of our kids. So we we have a a busy household. Um, She stays at home. Uh, I have uh, been in the software industry for 30 years and uh, have been working for my current company for 20 years. And uh, so with the growing family, with uh, all the activities that come, uh, whether it's uh, sports or just spending time together or uh, church stuff that we do together. We're just a busy family. So the uh, work that I do, uh, I actually enjoy it. Um, it's been 20 years. Uh, it was a startup company in the software industry, um, uh, specifically in food and ag. And, and I, I think the things that we're doing actually are making a difference. So I, I really enjoy what we're doing. And uh, that's, uh, that's who I am. 
That's Mitch in a nutshell. Mitch, what are the ages of your children? So our oldest is 25 and our youngest just turned 14. Wow. So, oh my gosh, in like four years, you're going to be an empty nester. That's right. Yeah. Uh, are you looking forward to that? Or is that like, your wife is probably cringing, right? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been a, a long journey for, for my wife, having homeschooled all of them. At the, at the peak, there were six of them that she was juggling. Um, you know, so they were all, um, uh, doing something at one point, but, uh, you know, in, in four years, uh, she'll be able to retire from doing all that. And she's done a wonderful job. Uh, we have great kids. I'm sure everybody says that, but we do have great kids and, um, it will, it will be, it will be nice. It's fun to see them leave, uh, the nest and, and make a life for themselves. But we, uh, you know, it's our, 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 uh, prayer that, that, uh, that we uh, maintain close relationships with them and, and our grandkids and all that. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. You're doing just that. I love it. You know, I, um, I speak to so many people across the United States and homeschool comes up quite a bit, so much so that I've been able to really uh, sit down with our clients and the children who have been homeschooled and the children who have not. And there's just something to say about children who have been homeschooled. You know, I, I have a, a little guy and he's not homeschooled because God knows that there are people that are placed on this earth to homeschool and I'm not one of them. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's not for everybody. Yeah. yeah, it's not for everybody. So I have the uh, my right most respect for those individuals that choose to do the homeschool route. Uh, let me just tell you, Mitch, your wife has a harder job than you. <laughs> she, she does. I agree completely. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So, um, so with a busy household and a wonderful wife, like what piqued your interest about real estate investing? Yeah. Um, you know, it's actually the, my interaction with real estate investing kind of goes back a few years. I, I went through the process of finding distressed properties and, and I worked, worked with a, uh, a contractor and we, we, um, fixed up homes and, and, uh, um, made them rent ready and all that sort of stuff. The stuff that uh, that you and Matt talk about on your podcasts. Um, it's just that as we got busier and busier, we just uh, I didn't have the time to to put into it um, that that it takes. And um, so we we had um, you know a number of properties. Um, I actually sold. I, I, I cash flowed on each of the properties really well, um, sold all of them for, you know, good return on, on what we had uh, put into it. And then um, wanted to get back in and, um, and ran across the podcast, uh, the Epic Real Estate podcast. I'd listened to a few others. And there was something about what was being taught that caught my attention. And I, I can't really put my finger on it other than it just feels like uh, you and Matt just share what it takes, not not really sort of sprinkling in some of it and then holding back for the rest. It, it feels like you're sharing what people need to know. And so having having um, run across that, um, and then all of a sudden there was this uh, this special show on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> and, called Turnkey uh, Tuesdays. Turnkey Tuesdays, and, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I want to do the rest of it, but right now, just as I was listening more and more to it, just felt like this is what I need to be doing at this point, and um, potentially as things change, um, and uh, and hopefully over the you know over some some period of time they will. 
um, I, I feel like I, I want to, you know, fire up the, the full engine. And, um, and, and I think it's a, it's a interesting, um, thing for me to, to think about as to how I might partner with my children who are interested. And, um, so anyway, um, right now, this is how, how I want to participate and can, can participate. Got it. Wow. You've said uh, so much there. Um, first and foremost, I will help you partner with your children. <laughs> I'm partnering with my, with my little guy right now. Uh, I shared last week that he is the owner of two properties. Uh, one is yeah. for his education. The other one is going to pay for his wedding since I don't have a daughter. Um, so I'm going to help you with that, Mitch. But, um, you know, ironically, you said something really interesting that... Um, you found Turnkey Tuesdays because uh, Turnkey Tuesdays started out of a need um, just based off of what our clients and our students were asking Matt and I for. You know, we always hear that we share a lot. It's very different because Matt and I are in the trenches. I mean, Matt and I are still building our real estate portfolio. We do real estate every day. So you signed on two properties today. I signed on one on, on Monday. I mean, so that's part of our life. But um, we just saw that there was like a need because our clients were asking for it. In fact, that's how Cashflow Savvy got started because so many individuals would go through our course, Epic Pro Academy. I know I'm biased, but it is the most comprehensive real estate investing course out there because Matt goes step by step of everything that we do in our office in the academy. So what would happen is busy professionals just like you would go by the course, they would try to do the course, and then they're like, I'm a busy professional, I work 80 hours a week, I have no time. So then they'd call our office and they'd say to us, can you just sell us one of your homes? <laughs> when we started, all we had was our personal portfolio. And Matt said, sure, let's sell you one home. So he calls me. He's like, Merce, so-and-so wants to buy a home, sell it to him. Well, one month, we sold two houses. Month number two, we sold four houses. And Matt, on month number three, sold about 10 of our houses. And I was about to kill him. He slept on the couch that night. But then it dawned on me. I was like, if our students, our clients are needing this service, why don't I just provide it to them? So that's how Cashflow Savvy was born. That's how Turnkey Tuesdays was born. So thank you for acknowledging that because there is a need out there for you busy professionals that wife stays home and homeschooled and has a harder job than a husband who's out working, you know, 40, 50 hours a week. So wow. Thank you for sharing that. That was a lot, right? Yeah. So tell me, um, why passive income? Because I know you did it before, and yeah. then you decided to jump in. So why passive income? Well, it's a uh, <laughs> couple couple reasons. I mean, I think it's obvious that uh, it's a it's a good situation uh, to have where your money is working for you and not just not just uh, not just getting paid for every hour you put in. So you know you. you um, any investment you're you're hoping uh, is your money working for you, right? And so, so um, having it uh, an opportunity, uh, a mechanism to create uh, passive cash flow uh, is um, uh, of significantly more value to me as I as I move forward. And um, I know the, the the things that that you and Matt say. Um, instead of building a pile that, that generates, generate to build a pile. So, 
I think that's, I'm sure I got that wrong, but the idea is, is there, um, is that you need to have something that's generating income for you as your money works for you. And, and, uh, with, you know, I had a, had a windfall uh, last year, and 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 so this is my um, process of getting it plugged in to what I think is a good mechanism to generate that cash flow. I love it. And so, in a nutshell, Mitch, what's the end goal for you? Not that I want there to be an end goal, but what's the end goal? <laughs> yeah, I think in the end, you know. Um, and I don't have, I, I know this probably sounds bad, but I don't have a specific goal as to timing as to when to retire. Mm-hmm. But when I do, I, I want a mix of things that I'm depending on. And this is an important piece of that. Yeah, um, so, yeah. so um, there, there, are, there are other things that we're doing um, and other, other um, ways in which we're making use of the windfall. Um, but this, this is a big, a big chunk of it is what we're trying to do. I love it. You're not only diversifying your real estate portfolio, you're diversifying your investment strategies in your life. I love that. That's right. It has to yep. be that way. It absolutely yep. has to be that way. Awesome. So tell me, how many properties, I know you signed on two, so how many properties have you acquired with Cashflow Savvy? This is, uh, today was our third and fourth with Cashflow Savvy. <laughs> when I got into the uh, queue, uh, the first email I received, I found two properties in that email. And so I asked if it was okay if I bought two of those properties. So the first pass, I bought two at the same time and uh, then got back into the queue and, and, and found two opportunities I wanted to take advantage of again. So, I love it. Um, yeah. So four total. Yeah. I love it. So tell me about, you, you talk about a queue. Tell, yeah. our, tell our listener what is a queue. What was the process? What was your experience like? And I'm going to ask you, Mitch, not to spare any details because you're yeah. really, re- you're a very detailed individual. I love it. So do share with us. Yeah. So I guess how we got started, it's been a little bit, but, uh, you know, we, we, uh, uh, I indicated my interest and, and we uh, went through the process of, of signing the contract is this is this is how we're going to work together. This is what what we're going to both agree to, and then once uh, that that is completed, uh, we um, I believe we put um, some money into escrow, and then with that in place, then um, um, the queue is the the idea that you have a number of clients that you're working with, and you just um, uh, cycle through that that list of clients, uh, whatever opportunities are available. Um, uh, the next in line uh, is sent an email and you have 24 hours to evaluate the, uh, the properties that are there. And, and, and what is sent is, is actually very useful um, because it's not just a list. It's a list of links and those links take you to a website where you can see the pro forma details of the property. And, um, and, you know, obviously the, the, the information that you know about the um, areas within which these properties are, you can give really detailed performance. And, um, and so what I'm looking for, I'm a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, my, my eyes immediately go to the cash on cash return. What is that estimated to be? Yeah. And so um, I, I, I then see, uh, you know, what, are, what is that number? And then I look at the rest of the details uh, of the of the property. I, I yeah I do look at the pictures, but I'm not really concerned about the pictures. I'm concerned about what is my money going to do for me. And so um, 
uh, I, I respond back, hey, I would like to, to uh, purchase these two properties. And then I, you know, then the, the other properties that are in the list, I'm, I assume, go on to uh, the next client in line and uh, um, with maybe some other, with some other properties. And then that really starts the process with the, the specific properties. Yeah, you um, did a great job at explaining that. I'm going to hire you. <laughs> yeah, so the, the purpose of the queue, when you deposit the $2,500 to escrow, that puts you into the investor queue. And then yeah. you are placed uh, in the queue in the order in which you've opened escrow. The, the rhyme or reason behind that is because there is no bidding on our properties. The price is the price, but everything we send you is exclusive to you. So you have 24 hours to make a decision and nobody can take the property from you and nobody can outbid you. And we purposely designed it that way because we don't want to create a bidding war. The price is the price. It's going to be supported by the appraisal. And so you don't have to worry about anyone stealing it from you. And I think, Mitch, in fact, I think you made a comment about this is like, when I send you a property, it's yours for 24 hours. You can evaluate it, sleep on it, think about it, speak to your wife about it, whatever, for a whole day. And then, you know, wake up the next day, tell me if you want it or if you don't. And if you don't, it just goes to the next investor in the queue. So you've done a, a great job at weeding through the properties right away. So then you chose your property and you were introduced to your transaction coordinator. Yeah. Uh, I think you were assigned to uh, Ashley. So tell me, what was that experience like? What's the closing experience like? Well, Ashley is great. Uh, she, <laughs> I, I come up with all sorts of questions, um, but you know, if I if I need resources in the area of the you know wherever the property is, you know whether it's uh, inspectors or or whatever, she she can send me a list. Uh, um, I've asked for um, uh, a list of uh, insurance companies that are in in those markets, and and so, so she's providing all that. And so um, that's the selection of the properties. Um, uh, there's a there's a time period where um, the inspection happens, and I get the results back, and then I can create my list of here's my punch list. And it's it's always been very smooth, right? It, there it, there are give there is a give and take, and I and I experience that in in everything else I do. And so there is here here's my list and. Um, you know. Let me ask you about that, Mitch. Uh, yeah. Tell me about what the inspection process was. So did you request your own inspection? Did we send you our inspection? How did that go? Across the four properties, it's been a mix. They're, uh, of the four, because of the timing of the inspection um, on one of the properties, I just used your inspection. On the others, because of the timing, uh, I asked to do my own inspection, uh, paid for those inspections, got the response, the, the results back, and then created a punch list. And even on, even on the one that I accepted that you had done, uh, I think there was uh, a punch list that I, I made requests on. And, um, awesome. and uh, of those uh, set of requests, hey, could you fix this? Can you take care of that? Uh, it's been a good mix. It's, and I think it's been fair. I think it's been, um, um, and anytime that it's like, hey, you know, I don't, uh, we, we suggest that we don't put, uh, make this change. It's been a reasonable uh, reason why. And so um, uh, having had experience in doing that, having had experience in selling other homes, I understand all that. And, yeah. uh, and so uh, I thought, I think it goes very smoothly. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I've been very happy. 
What was the timeline from the time that you got the inspection until the time that you closed? How, how long is that whole period for you? Um, oh, I, I think on the first, the first two, we, um, I think we were in, in the middle of the process in August of last year. And I think it went fairly, fairly quickly. This year, it kind of lined up with the holidays. So it got extended a little bit, but oh, that's yeah. all right. I mean, that, it, you know, those, that, that's reality as well. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so I think, I think it was a little bit longer this, these last two, yeah. but, it, but it all, it all felt like it went very smoothly and, 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 and quickly relative to the fact that it was the holidays. There's just, you know, sometimes things get backed up because of that, but that's awesome. all right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And so what about the appraisal? The appraisal was ordered by a bank and did you have problems with the appraisal? Did the values come in? Tell me about that. Yeah, uh, on all the appraisals, the values came in. Um, I think on all of them, they came in slightly above the um, purchase price. So that, you know that that obviously that makes you feel comfortable with uh, the transaction, and and uh, it doesn't introduce any any um, uh, you know wrinkles where you have to bring more uh, cash to the closing. All the, you know, all those things that might happen. Um, so yeah, it's been good. Um, you mean you mean to tell me, Mitch, I could have sold my properties for higher than I <laughs> sold them to you for, and I didn't do that. Gosh darn it! <laughs> it's yeah. true, and that doesn't always happen, Mitch. To be quite honest, but yeah, we try to uh, have a little bit of equity, even if it's just a couple thousand dollars. It's, yeah. uh, it, it makes a difference at the end of the day. So yeah, we uh, intentionally try to do that. I love it. So. What was the closing like? I know you had a closing today. So walk yeah. me through what happened today. How do we get to closing? Yeah. So coming up to closing, um, <laughs> um, I'm Why sure. Why are you laughing? Was, I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it goes all the way back to the, the mess of 2008, but the process of getting underwriting and all the details and it's nothing that you that you do, and nothing that's required by you, but it's now required by the the lending process. And, and uh, um, there's, um, uh, you know, you go through the process. There's a first request. Hey, can you get this this information put together? And you you kind of gather up all your documents and and um, you, you put it together and you send it off. And then it, there's it just they they keep the, the requests keep trickling in because of the things that they may find through the process and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and so you go through all that, but, but all the, the date is coming for close and, and, and the um, lending, uh, the bank, the lending group is trying to get all that tied together so that the closing can happen. And so um, uh, what has happened actually on all of them, not just these four, um, all of that deals requests always keep come trickling in and magically at the end they've they've have all the information they need they've validated that no there's no funny business all that kind of stuff that that, uh, that i'm sure that they're uh, required to to track down yeah. and um and then today um you know last night i got the official closing documents i got the wiring instructions and uh, my properties are in birmingham alabama i'm I'm north of Dallas, Texas, and um, and so what I had was a uh, notary that is part of the part of the service came by to my office, sat down with me over my lunch hour, 
and um, we went through the documents, and there were there was everything was in order, and I, you know, <laughs> signatures and dates and and, uh, and initials on everything, um, and it was it was smooth. We were done um, on two um, because I've been through it enough. I don't. I, I'm not afraid of the the process. I know the documents. We were done on two of them, uh, probably not much more than a half hour. Wow. I think that's almost record time. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, the longest uh, closing that I have experienced through Cashflow Savvy was two hours and 40 minutes because my client chose to read every single document, which is a-okay. Yeah, yeah. But I think you win for the fastest closing <laughs> because that would mean it's 15 minutes a set of documents. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So you're talking about all these papers trickling in. You were specifically speaking about the lender requirements. Is that yes. correct? Okay. Yes. I was like, I don't remember Mitch asking you for a whole lot of stuff. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Very cool. So fast forward to that. You, this was today. You actually signed on two properties. So congratulations, Mitch. Oh, thank you. you. got two amazing properties. In fact, the one that you purchased on Sam Drive, we did an excellent job at that rehab. We said we were going to do carpet and we ended up putting hardwood floors. Uh, we said we were not going to include a few things. We did it all stainless steel. So congratulations. It's totally worth it. So um, I'm really excited about that property. You'll see how it's going to be a beauty for you. But I want to ask you your two other properties. Yeah. What has been the experience as far as the tenant goes and property management? Tell me about that. Yeah, so um, all of the other properties I've ever owned, I manage them, and so this is my first first um, uh, go at having a property management company. And um, the first two properties, one's in, one's in little. I'm sorry. I said, is it freaking you out that somebody else is managing your properties? No, actually, I'm very happy about it. I love it. Okay, tell me more. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so the first two properties, one was in Little Rock and one was in Memphis. And um, and so I'm working with two different groups and um, uh, they have different um, different websites that, that represent their um, portal into their service. But both of them are high quality. Both of them, you know, it's it, they're different, but very um, responsive. Um, there have been there have been some things, right, whether it's uh um, some some plumbing item or whatever, um, but they take care of it. They uh, make sure it's done, and um, uh, I have all the documentation that I need to to know that you know that, that an issue had come up, the action was was taken, and and uh, and it all is right there in the reports and all that kind of stuff. So having done all that, I, I never did any of the work. Right, so I always had contractors or, or, or people that I could call and, and have take care of it. Um, I have some very interesting stories, but it's nice to not have to take the call to then turn to my Rolodex or call somebody and say, "Hey, who do you know that is a plumber or an AC guy or whatever?" Um, Isn't it amazing? I yeah. know. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never have to hear from your tenants. Property management does that for you. Exactly. So I'm very happy. I'm very happy with that. And um, uh, bo- both of those, I'm, 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 I'm really uh, interested in, in, in meeting the group that's going to be working in Birmingham um, and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. 
our property management niche across the board, uh, we spend a lot of time vetting our property management. In fact, we don't introduce them to our clients until Matt and I personally have worked with them for a long period of time and have vetted them. So the reason we are left with the best of the best in the industry is because all the other bad property managements that couldn't keep up, they weeded themselves out. So I yeah. am truly left with the best of the best. And I hear it all the time from my from my clients. You know, I, it's all taken care of. So it's really, really nice. Now, there are some hiccups just as it would oh, happen. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes we get, you know, a bad apple or something happens. But that's what property management is for, to communicate with my clients so that there's no loss of communication. Yeah. So, Mitch, tell me, uh, have you been cash flowing with those two properties? I have, yeah. And uh, so we, we bought them in August timeframe and, and now we're receiving the end of year reports. And yeah, um, one of the properties um, uh, on, on items that you can't see, that you can't know about, one of them had uh, the, the uh, sewer line out to the, out to the street collapse. Yeah. And uh, the, request, the, the question was, hey, do you want to just fix just the section? or or And I'm like, Let's just get it taken care of. If it collapsed in one section, let's let's take care of the rest of it, knowing that once I take care of that, then and it's a, a little bit bigger ticket, everything's going to be fine. And so um, um, that's the reality. But even with that par- partial year, that property will have cash flowed for me. You're absolutely right. You get it, Mitch. You get it. I love it. I love it. So, Mitch, what would you say, just generally speaking, what is the cash on cash return? You may not even know this just yet because we're so early in the year, but do you know what your cash on cash return is on each property that you purchased? Yeah, um, all of them should be around 10%. Yeah. That's yeah. that's about right. So I yeah. always under promise and, and over deliver. So I'm happy to hear that they're right at the 10% mark. I love it. Fantastic. So tell me, what was your biggest challenge throughout this whole ordeal? I don't see any of the hiccups. I mean, there's nothing about um, real estate that's different than the rest of, of life, right? There, there, there are going to be hiccups. So I don't see any of the hiccups um, being being a a a major challenge. Uh, I think that the process has been smooth. Um, I think that, you know, the, the stuff that, that we work through, I think it's all been, um, you know, fair and give and take and, and uh, you all have been very helpful. You know, I, I, I think uh, I wish, I wish it could go faster. Right. I mean, yeah. the, the inspection process and the, and the punch list and the underwriting for the loan, I wish I could just say, you know, here's X, X number of dollars and it's all done, right? But that's okay. It's just part of how you have to go through the process. Yeah, I, I don't think I can make it go any faster. So that would mean <laughs> yeah. 30 days is pretty darn good, Mitch, it let is. me tell you. <laughs> it, it is, it is. It's yeah. Not, it's, yeah, it's nothing wrong with, the, with your process. I just wish that, it, you know, it's like other things that you could just do a transaction and you're done, right? Yeah, but, yeah. That would be right. Mitch's perfect world, a, a yeah. real estate transaction in a week. I, I have done a couple in 10 days. I think that's the <laughs> fastest. But yeah, faster than 30 days on this kind of a closing. I don't know if I can swing that. 21 days is my fastest time. But okay. um, I love it. So tell me, what is um, the one thing that you would share with that 
investor that is considering cash flow, considering turnkey, but they're just stuck. What would you say to them? Yeah, I would say, you know, um, I would suggest that um, if you're holding back uh, to spend some time uh, listening uh, to the podcast and find the episodes where Matt and Mercedes talk about the four ways to make money in real estate and really understand the difference between um, what you can do in real estate versus any other mechanism. It may sound like it doesn't make sense, <laughs> but spend time and understand um, all of those dimensions because they are additive. They are, they, they make real estate um, a significantly more powerful tool to use in your investing situation. So that's what I would say is take some time and really understand why those uh, four aspects work for your benefit. Um, and once you get there, then it's a matter of uh, just taking a step. As Matt says, travel as far as you can see. And when you get there, you'll see further. That's right. Very, very true. So, uh, Mitch, is there anything in the realm of real estate that you would do different? Now that you know that you've done it yourself, that you dove in and sure it took a lot to trust somebody else to do what you were already doing. So is there anything that you would do different? And what advice would you give that person that... Uh, is considering, but anything that you would do different? Well, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I could go back to my younger self and get started in the in this uh, a lot sooner. But um, what I'm going to do with that knowledge is make sure that my kids know. And my one son-in-law, he's already he, he's already done these sorts of things, and he's 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 been in real estate. My other son-in-law has actually uh, just became a real estate agent and is getting his head around um, how all those things work. Um, but I want all of my kids to understand this and understand it um, so that they make this part of what they're doing, at least part of what they're doing. You're leaving a legacy, Mitch, that just gave me the chills. You have made a difference because had my father done what you're doing, I would have had a whole new different life. And so maybe that's why my father didn't do it so that I could reach out to people just like you that uh, have made a system that will allow them to benefit. So Mitch, you are amazing just for doing it and setting the example for your six children. Well done, sir. Mitch, you have been an absolute pleasure, not only to work with and to serve, but to just have some time with you to really dive into it. I get to speak to you, um, but I didn't get all the nitty gritty that I got today. So thank you for sharing so candidly. And uh, here's to property number four, buddy. And oh, a little bird told me that you want more. So is that the case? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm going to get back into the queue. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, I welcome you. And uh, will you join me uh, after you close your next property so you can tell me what that experience was like? Sure. Yeah. I, I love yeah. it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mitch. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, so, Mercedes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am thrilled to have presented an individual who is not only uh, doing it, but is leaving a legacy for his family. Uh, if you want information on how to do what Mitch did, feel free to go to our website. Go to cashflowsavvy.com. That's savvy with two V's. 
or send me an email. Uh, I actually do answer emails. It is Mercedes at epicrealestate.com. And uh, trust me, I will answer. It might take a day, might take five days, but I will answer you. To the next uh, Turnkey Tuesday, I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Is Wall Street failing to meet your expectations? Has your 401k tragically turned into a 201k or worse? Don't panic. You don't have a money problem. You have an idea problem. We're CashflowSavvy.com, and we'd like to share with you a new idea how one small shift can transform your financial future and accelerate its arrival. Go to CashflowSavvy.com to get this new idea that Wall Street doesn't want you to know about. CashflowSavvy.com. More control, less risk. CashflowSavvy.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.